You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Uh, We are glad to be back this morning. Um, Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that... Um, this is something that probably hasn't happened for, for a long time that I have no kids in the house. So grateful to have, uh, next couple of weeks with no kids, um, to get my, to recalibrate my system, get my mind right. Uh, and grateful for just, um, opportunity just to kind of, uh, do a little bit of traveling and now I'm back home. Awesome. Awesome. Are they in PA? Some are in PA, uh, and one is in Atlanta. Nice, nice. Well, enjoy that time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Good morning, everybody. Our St. Petersburg's, Europe, Egypt, Charlotte, New York, all our fans. I am thankful for the band is back together this morning um, because of schedule conflicts and so forth. And we're approaching our two years. Two years I've been giving it to uh, Elvins and Kelvin and Alan and Dion. Two the years of this evidence is not is not happening. <laughs> two and, years and two Dion years of right. in an argument. No, no, no. <laughs> two years of of my of me just being the best of the best, and I truly appreciate that. They're giving me that platform to to eloquently speak and eloquently present my arguments in the matter. Almost inspired me to be a lawyer, but I had to step back. But I'm also thankful for my middle child. My kids are doing well in school. You know, my oldest one had a great first year. A's and B's, my middle child, uh, all A's again, 4.1 GPA. And my, my middle one, my last one is going off to high school. Um, she started off rough at the beginning of the year, and, and, but she pulled up, got her grades up, and I'm happy for that. And um, I'm happy to be on the show. Awesome. Congratulations to the girls. No comment on all the lies you just told, though. But The best of the best in his house. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? Hey, listen, I don't think he's the best of the best of his house, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a stretch, but let's <laughs> <laughs> but listen, guys. Um, this is my first time. I think I'm gonna do this. This is an ungrateful moment. I am ungrateful uh because we still had these politicians choosing party over common sense gun laws and i'm just you know i'm hurt over the tragedy that happened this week and it continues to happen mm-hmm. so um i just feel like that just needs to be addressed a little bit uh, we just live in a world a, a toxic world and um our leaders aren't leaders man they're just followers mm-hmm. so you know with that being said uh, i mean of course i'm grateful just to, to be on you be with you guys uh when i can but you know i was hard my heart was hurt this week um just because of the tragedy of course but lack of leadership also yeah and um i'm grateful just to kind of piggy well i'm grateful a for life a to be here just to kind of piggyback off of what kelvin said this has been a, a pretty heavy week um especially with the shooting in texas and um you know we'll like to send our condolences and prayers to all of the families involved obviously Um, But it's just hurtful that, you know, it's becoming 
it's been frequent the last couple of years that a couple of weeks would go by or maybe a month or two would go by and then we have to deal with another tragedy like this. And everyone gets on television and they're so sad and we have to do better as a nation and nothing happens and the tragedy recycles. So Kelvin, I completely understand. I don't have um, any children, but I really do pray and grieve, um, you know, for parents that do, parents that suffered through that. And every day that everyone's children go to school, like I, I really pray for God's protection, right? It's not guaranteed anymore that your child um, come home when they go to school. And that's really, really tragic. Um, but outside of that, I am thankful. Um, I am currently in Arkansas um, for work. And Arkansas is a really beautiful place. Well, where headquarters is, is really nice. Very beautiful. A lot of things to do. Great restaurants. And um, the people here are like extremely, extremely nice. You know, I'm from New York and, you know, we're nice some days, but some days we're not so it's good to be in a in a different environment with really really uh great people so i'm just grateful for life grateful for god's protection and grateful that we are steamrolling into another nba final soon so i'm looking forward to that as well before before you move forward dion i was going to mm -hmm. say any state where bill clinton was the governor they might be a little too nice over there Yes, I I agree. The people are just different. And that's not to say the people in Charlotte aren't nice. They are. But I think the more kind of South you get, it's like a whole different vibe, you know? And so that's that's really cool. Oh, and also they sell um, insects, seasoned insects as snacks in gas stations. So I didn't even know that was a thing, but in any gas station, you can go and get like seasoned worms and seasoned crickets and people buy them apparently. So that's definitely different. Chocolate crickets too, right? Yes. I, I, yep. so. I heard of that. Yep. So I hopped out of the gas station as soon as I can. Cause I was like, now this is too much. That's where New York stepped in for me. I'm like, I can't do all this. So, so you didn't eat anything? Oh, absolutely not. I was like, you oh. know what? I'll, I'll go somewhere else to get what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Where's um, your John the Baptist <laughs> mindset? <laughs> well, well, you know what? In the time of trouble, I know where I'm going to come to get um, sustenance. Like, I'll come right to the gas stations down here in Arkansas. But yeah, so that's great. All right. Let us jump right into our show. And uh, we're going to start uh, talking about the, well, a part of the finals. We all know that Golden State secured um, their position in the finals uh, a couple of nights ago. They put the beats on Dallas. They beat them. It was 4-1 for the series. So we all know that Clay Thompson and company, they're going back to the finals. Yes, I said Clay Thompson and company. And so my question to the guys is now that we know that Golden State will be heading back to the final dance, uh, what do you think 
this means for Steph Curry's legacy. Can we can we address this though? Because Phil, in the beginning of the year, we all had our opinions and our picks, and he said it was no way Golden State was going to the finals. He's yes, on record. He He's on record saying there's no way. I do not recall. He, he gave us all the stats on all the bad teams that they played and why their record was fool's gold. You know, he has he has selective amnesia now. <laughs> and, and we were saying, uh, it was probably a couple of us saying, because we always seem to be on the right path and opposite from Phil, that Golden State had a very, very good chance, especially when Klay Thompson came back. That to go to the finals. So now all of a sudden he's an expert again on Golden State. So so fans, I just want you guys to realize the hypocrisy of this guy Phil. Carry on. <laughs> never forget, never forget. He picked the Lakers to go to the finals. And we all tried to tell him this is yes. not gonna work. We all said yes. hey, this is not good. This ain't a good team, Phil. It, it's funny how the team have uh selected memories of my outtake see i'm a man of forgiveness i don't think about the past i move forward i move forward you think about the past all the time what are you talking oh, about i do not recall crazy. i do I'm not sorry. recall I'm, I'm about to hop in because you <laughs> yes. do not let i do not recall of, you do I not, do not recall of the eagles beat it uh Oh yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah, you just talked about it last week, yo. Like we'll talk about the NBA Finals and Steph Curry. Phil lives in a cycle, right? Phil Phil lives in a cycle, right? He sends the same Joel Embiid meme every day. Yes, he does. He talks about Doc Rivers every day. Yeah, I can be about my business, eating some pizza. Next I know, I get a text. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Joel Embiid crying. Like wait, what? What, what did I do for this? What did I do to deserve this? I'm not about business. This guy was obsessed with Philly. He's obsessed with Philly sports, man. I do not recall. <laughs> audience, I do not recall any of these allegations that made against me. They have coerced to work <laughs> together to bring this into a false sense of light. All right? You, you want me to cry some crocodile deals? Tears? The fact, the answer, the question was, what does this does with um, Steph's legacy? It does nothing. It's solidified, but he'll always be remembered. It was a three-man game. One did not do it without the other. Clay Thompson had to be there. Draymond Green and him is a core. It's a core similar to a fashion of, reminds me of Detroit, where meaning not the longevity of the, um, I'm talking about of the Warriors. They had longevity over Detroit when Chauncey Bill Billups, Rick Hamilton, and Ben Wallace, that was the core, and Rasheed Wallace, they had a four-man core. And that reminds me of Golden State. It was never one person, it was a team and a system worked together. So does Steph Curry stands out as the, the, the star of the team and so forth? No, it does, to me, it doesn't. he doesn't stand out in that sort of fact. Mean, meaning you take him and you take him, he's not the band leader. He's not what, One Direction? I don't know these boy bands anymore, or Backstreet. It's, it's not, to me, they work together. So that's what will happen. I know everyone's trying to push him up there, you know, to the front of the line, but he's not by himself. He is a part of the group. Is he the star of the franchise, the face of the Warriors? Yes, in a sense, but with his face comes two others. So you can't say Steph Curry without Draymond Green and Klay Thompson because we've seen the picture with just Steph Curry playing by himself. We've seen the picture with Draymond Green. What we haven't seen was Clay Thomas um, leading the man. They all work together. So, Clay thank you. Thompson, don't you ever mess his name up, okay? Clay Thompson, sorry. <laughs>
Um, man, that was that was that was disrespectful. That was that was disrespectful <laughs> on all levels. That's Steph Curry's team. Yes, he, he hasn't had a Finals MVP, right? He hasn't had a Finals MVP, but that is Steph Curry's team. Because let's be honest, we all believe Draymond, Draymond Green is being carried by Clay and Steph. Draymond is stars nowhere near as high as, as Steph, right? What shoe deal does this Clay Thompson have? By choice, you have Etna and he, he has an Etna shoe deal. Etna has the, Etna, he has a um, <laughs> Ling Ling, Ling, but he has an off brand. There's an off brand Ling Ling. It's like, yeah, I was too sure. It's something like this, some Chinese deal. But he turned down, he turned down other deals for that deal because it's more international. It made sense for more of an international deal. So there's more people in China than in the U.S. So a dollar from them is a billion dollars versus America would be only 270,000, 270 million. So. so here's the thing. Steph Curry is... The unfortunate thing for Clay Thompson is Steph Curry's always going to be ahead of him in terms of shooting, like shooting statistics, all that, all that stuff. Like Steph Curry's the greatest shooter to ever play basketball, period. Clay Thompson is probably two. The, the, the two best shooters ever play basketball. Uh, but Steph Curry is always going to hold all these records. He is the man they go to. Um, you know, and not, not to be blasphemous, right? Not to be blasphemous. Steph Curry is the Jordan for the Warriors. Oh, boy. And Clay Thompson is the Pippin. Wait, and, and Clay Thompson Wrong. what? He is said Clay Thompson is the Pippin. For the Warriors. Mm-mm. Pippin Mm-mm. could never... But go ahead. Like, I understand the analogy, though. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, um, and, and, and to kind of debunk Phil's uh, comparison to the, to, the, um, to the Pistons, Rasheed Wallace was the best player on that Pistons team, but Rasheed Wallace kind of played the KD role where he came in to fit into the system. Um, and so... Chauncey Billups was never MVP. Clay Thompson was never MVP or an MVP conversation. Rip Hamilton was never MVP. You know, so Steph Curry is the unanimous MVP. He's a two-time MVP. Shooting, shooting Savant, best shooter to ever play the game of basketball. And, I mean, he literally has changed the way young people play basketball. It gets frustrating when you see people run down shoot a three on a fast break. But he's changed, he's changed the way people play basketball. Steph Curry is this cements one this finals parents cements the warriors dynasty uh with the best of them um probably this warriors dynasty will probably be better than the kobe shaq lakers dynasty in terms of legacy fall only under the celtics and and jordan and jordan regime um they did it in the modern NBA. They came out of a tough Western Conference. This, this is even better than the Lakers' showtime because the Lakers oftentimes came out of a weak Western Conference. Um, tough Western Conference. I'm talking about the showtime Lakers, not the Kobe Shaq Lakers. Um, so this, and I think, you know, I'm hoping Steph gets his, his founders MVP this year so y'all can stop hating. Uh... I yeah. mean, go ahead. I mean, I'm glad you highlighted the the last 
point of the finals MVP. So yeah, I'm so I'm I'm. What does it mean for Steph Legacy? Um, see, for me, he he can't get in the top ten. Um, I look at Thank the top you, ten. Kevin. Thank you. I look at the top ten. I don't see nobody I would take out for for Steph. To be honest, um, we got top tens. that's arguably people arguably take Shaquille O'Neal out. Um, Steph is not on Shaquille O'Neal's level for me. Um, so Steph is an all-time shooter. I haven't made that point. I agree. Um, yeah, but uh, I, right now, I just don't see him cracking that top 10 list. Uh, Steph is a combination player. He plays the game at a masterful level on one side of the court. Um, he shoots the ball. You know, you know, nobody ever shot the ball like him. I get all that stuff. But when I see Steph Curry, I don't see a top 10 all the time. I just don't. Um, AI, he, he wasn't a top 10 all the time. I loved AI game. Score, he could score the ball with the best of them. Took his team to the finals. He didn't have a, he didn't have a good, good enough supporting cast like Steph Curry did. So, you know, that, that plays a part of your GM and your organization as well. So, um, you know, I, I don't see, like I said, I don't see Steph Curry cracking my top 10 right now. Can he do it still? He still has some years left, possibly. Now Thank let's you. talk about, let's talk about, hold on, no, don't thank me yet, brother. Let's talk, let's talk about uh, what this, what this really means. This, this is more for me, more of a slight on KD's legacy. Oh gosh, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. Most definitely. Let's truly address the issue right here. Steph Curry is established. His Golden State team was established before Kevin Durant entered that conversation. But now it just solidifies for me that Golden State never, never was driven by a KD um, talent. And Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Steve Kerr and Draymond Green always had a good team, always had a good system. And, you know, it's Dion, Phil, you know, you got to kind of question your boy now. And listen, so I, I, I don't know if y'all was going to let him escape this conversation, but I surely wasn't. No, no. And, and, and I thought about that. And, and here's the thing. I don't think the argument was that they were, first of all, they begged that man to come there. Let's be clear. KD didn't just say, hey, please pick me, pick me. Let me be on the team. Okay, so nobody said that it was Katie or nothing. They felt they needed him and recruited him and he went. Cool. When Katie got there, this has always been my argument. It was the Katie show, period. I am not saying that Golden State was not established. They weren't dominant before. I'll be lying. But uh, they begged for KD, and KD came and showed why he was the best player in the world. Where, and, where, and where, where's this account, is. Where is where is this, this account that they begged for? They begged for KD. Draymond Green this. said they recruited him. They recruited him. They recruited him. They begged him. Recruiting is not begging. So now we now recruiting is begging. No, These words not. are synonymous now? Le listen, de depending on the context, it, it, it can be synonymous. 
An example, oh, look, 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 an example of general recruiting is like, huh, I see that guy, KD. I'll like if he came on our team. Then mm. you have the coach, donkey, staff, Clay Thompson, <laughs> having dinners with him, having conversations about why this is the choice for you. That, that steps, that steps across. <laughs> That, that uh, let's all right. Let, let's let's give, let's say let's say we give y'all that. Let's get to the issue at hand. KD mm-hmm. left that organization uh-huh. and has not sniffed a finals. I don't know what has he sniffed. Has he sniffed a second round playoff playoff uh matchup? He did. Like what um, is um, he, Kelvin? Kelvin, help me. I'm, I'm listening. Let me help. Let me let you know. And Dion, let me get this one. Oh, please COVID, please, COVID. Please, please, remember, he was please, out for injury, feel. right? Lead us, he was lead out. us, lead us. He was out, right? This is easy okay, win. you got to give him that. Easy so, win. two, he was a big toe away. And remember, he had nobody. If James Harden was half of Houston, James Harden, and Kyrie was available, they would have won last year. I need facts, not hypotheticals, Phil. Okay, I need okay, facts. facts. But, How many but, years did – this is the first time they made the final what since KD left? What? In two years, right? We've are they seen, in the finals? Is Clay Thompson's first year back? Yes. And, and, yes. and are they in the finals? And they have their full team, correct? They have their full team, right? They have their full core together. Oh, oh, full core. They have their full, full core, core today, together, playing together this season. Hello? Simple question. Oh, yeah, I said, I Do the say Golden yes. State Warriors yes. have their full core playing this season? I already said yeah. yes. Okay. Did KD have his core played this full season? Who's his core? At the time, it was James Harden and Kyrie. Did he have his core Kyrie, play this season? James Harden got traded. This season. And when they did play, what, what was happening? They were the top of the league. Did they have injuries? Yes. Did they have uh, issues with COVID? Yes. So if Kyrie, if COVID, KD no, no had the same. The no, he can't because it played a part. Everyone's had COVID. It played a part. It played a part. Everyone had COVID this season. Phil. Okay, so it did it play a part? Yes or no? COVID is not allowed in this conversation. It, it has not, to be because it, it played it, a part. It's like in high, in high school. I'm, I'm a, a good uh, lawyer, Dion. Can we, can we, can we, can uh, we present this, please? COVID. We, I mean, we cannot talk about life and society and exclude COVID from any. What I'm saying is, so thank you, Your Honor. Can't count. COVID thank you, Your Honor. For you only have Brooklyn. To. Did New York State have a mandatory rule that if you did not get vaccinated due to COVID, you cannot play? Whose who's fault is that, Phil? Please I, tell I'm not me. Saying, did, 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 did the state put, um, put implemented that rule? I thought it was just the city. Not, yeah, the, the city. city right. Yeah, the city. Not, not the did playoffs. That, right? It played they a fact. So if, if I, I guarantee you this, if KD had his full team, he would right, go to the finals. They would have been in the finals. See now you talking. The final. can I, can They've been in the finals last year. Please, please they help made it out. last year. These, hap- these hypotheticals look, is look, crazy. Look, oh my goodness! Look, I'm not even going to add a hypothetical. I'm going to just say this: mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins got vaccinated, and they got the same mandate in San Francisco. Right, they got vaccinated. Correct. So that still played a part. I can't right. tell people. That, trust me, I can't tell people what to do, but they have the freedom to do that. They have the freedom to put whatever they want and refuse. And the fact remains this. KD never had his full team. It was always KD. Harvard, uh, Harvard, Bate Harvard, Harley used Harden. Ben Simmons never played. Kyrie, part time Kyrie. He had all these ish- issues. What did Golden State have? 
They had their full roster. Gray was hurt the whole year, Phil. She Them was, dudes was in and out of the lineup wait the whole a minute. year. Did they play in the in the first round of the playoff? All of them? So did so did so did your they, team. So no, did your they court. didn't. Yes, it is. Ben Simmons never played with Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He's never he, played he with Brooklyn. Is That's what, what, he is a part of our court. We don't know which Brooklyn. We can't make Oh, my goodness. Guys, guys, we can't make an argument. We can't make an argument for a player that we never seen play with the team before. We're making an argument. Your argument is based on seeing the body of work that Steph no, my argument and Clay is, have played together. Can I my argument saying, is Bill? that he never had his full team. His Did full he team have was his full there team. in the playoffs? They no, they no he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He never played with Ben Simmons before. We it don't know if Ben Simmons matter. was a factor. Is he on the roster? Is he getting paid? It's like pastor coming in, pastor coming in to, to the church and he never preached. But he's the pastor and staff, and you say we can't preach. All the L's doing it, but he's paid pastor and staff and never preach. That makes sense. Not, well, you, can't, you, can't, you can't. You can't tell me how the church is going to do if I've never done it. I'm not. It's, the that's what I'm. That's that's so my that's my point right there, Phil. We don't know. Is he, he's an unknown. No, he he's is, an but he's still, Clay, okay, the, Clay is a known. Dion, do your job. Do what you do best. Do what you do right, best. Part of our save, core. Him. save him, Dion. No, he's a like, part of the core. Saved. Yeah, Ben yes. is a part of our core. Yeah, like, like like he only becomes not a part of our hey, core. Man, I didn't know all to do with show when I see that he don't deserve to be on the core, but until Kelvin. then he's a part that's, of our core. Yeah, that's, 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 that's to my point. Core? Was Andrew yeah, Bynum yes, Andrew Andrew Bynum never played with us, but he was part of our core. Is that what we're saying? He's part of the core. Was Ben Simmons traded for James Harden? That's that what the, I'm the, like, the, the, that, that was the like, core of the whole trade. Apples to oranges. No, no, all right. Oh, what I'm saying. Let's get the. Oh, that, oh, get the is, point. Get the point, and then and get the point. Get the try to follow. See if we follow on the same points. We might be speaking a different language. What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying <laughs> is this. Babylonian. No, I'm so saying <laughs> if, if we if we misunderstand each other, that's fine. What I'm saying is this. We don't know what Brent Simmons brings or doesn't bring, or if he hurts or helps your team. So we're saying because he's an unknown, it's hard for me to say he's part of your core. We don't know. We don't know if he plays well with you guys. If he stinks with you guys, but we know. Hold on, Phil. Before you, before you're thinking the answer, we know. We know all the players because they played together on the Golden State uh, roster. We know their core group. We know how they function. We know they won together before. We can't compare Ben Simmons unknown to a core group that we've seen established who won a championship before. That's all I'm trying to say. And I understand your argument, but it's very weak because the fact remains that the whole core of the trade, the whole premise of the trade was between two players and they were supposed to exchange. And we never got to find out how he affect, but he's still a part of the team. That so that's an focal excuse. Point of the team. It's not your excuse, argument is it's based fact. on an excuse. No, it's, it's fact. No, it's, okay, what's it's it's Ben Simmons on the team? No, it's not an excuse. It's, it's based fact. on an actual contractual trade that occurred. Thank you. And one of the core components of the trade, which is Ben Simmons, did not play yet. Thank that, you. That's all we're how, saying. How do you define core? How do you define core? Is Kyrie part of your core? Core? Yes. Yeah. Y'all yeah. not giving Kyrie, Evan, not giving Kyrie Evan, a long-term stop contract. Playing, stop Y'all not giving Kyrie a long-term contract. Is he part of your core or not? Yes, he is still part of the core. You yeah. want Kyrie. If Kyrie, you want Kyrie the on your team. The organization will not commit to Kyrie. He is not a part of your core. Zion has the same thing, too. Zion, according to them um, reports, Zion's not getting a full length of his contract, but he's getting a contract 
extension, but not the full link because they feel that he's not going to, he's playing games. And they're not them. committed to him long term. They, is commi- they are committed to him. It's a question. He's not, committed, he's not committed to them. Not they committed want to, but they're not gonna... going to because he's a, he's a playmaker. <laughs> 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 yeah, only the only only point is I know we got transition. The only yeah. point I was trying to make was simply this that that it looks bad for KD because Golden State still continues to flourish without him. That's the only and, point. I was wait, wait, continue. Okay, Golden State has flourished this season. This year. Yes, yes, him. yes, this it, season, it, yes. It yes, took this season. Multiple years, and and it's so funny how y'all are like Steph is this savior, but I remember when KD <laughs> got injured in the playoffs where you know he had to come out for like a year and a half Steph Mm -hmm. was still on the court what was he doing nothing absolutely nothing absolutely nothing greatest shooter yes like I I don't Mm -hmm. go and take away accolades from anybody but y'all acting like Steph is some savior when we have seen him shrink time after time after time Mm mm-hmm when it Hold on, Tom, I didn't say he was a savior. Why? I didn't even say he was top 10 my all time. Hence, I didn't no, say no, that. No, no, true, Calvin. You, true, true. But this dude, listen, whatever. I don't think it does anything for his legacy. I think you guys made that point already. Um, you know, what does it do for KD's legacy? I mean, KD just can't win MVP this year. And Steph might not even win it either. So I mean, time out, time out. So it does nothing. It Y'all don't think it's nothing on KD's legacy? It don't make him look bad well, at all. all? All this too, it also elevates. I mean, so I think if you look at this thing in a conundrum, like I'm sorry, Alan, I know we got transition, but this is this is good, this is good content. <laughs> so so I think what it also does, it, it I think it, it puts a, a mark on KD's legacy, but also then exalts LeBron's legacy, right? Because here's why. Here's why. LeBron took a crazy Kyrie and a a non Kevin Love team to the finals. LeBron had pre Sage Kyrie. That's the only point I want to make. I know we ain't never gonna get this one. We gotta go to the next one. (laughs) KD to the death, man. (laughs) Y'all are crazy. Remind you, without KD, KD left when twenty what eighteen, right? 2019? Yes. 18, 18, 18. 18. 2018-19 season. The uh, Golden State was 15th place in the conference. Well, you do know that Steph was injured, right? Steph was injured. He's not going to have no context with this argument. Okay. You crazy. Steph was injured, right? But he came back um, the the 2020 2020 and 2021 season. Then Clay was injured. And then Clay Clay tore his ACL. 15 and 50, right? Dude, nobody was playing. On the court. Stepped on the court the first season with half a leg. Stepped on the court instantly. They went to the playoff. They were top top um top three seed. He ain't played right? with nobody. He by himself. In the playoff, James Harden with a half a leg, and they still took uh, the champion the um the go uh, Milwaukee a game away a, a size Let's sixteen transition. away he, to the finals. He's not helping his argument. Let's yeah. He's not helping. In it. other words, know. he's not helping it. You get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> He just went Kevin on Google Durant. for no reason, y'all. Let's give Frank gets a full no season. Give Kevin Durant full season with his team. We will see what happens. Instantaneously, he made a mark. Draymond Green had his team. Each one of those guys had the opportunity to show what they can do, and they were not able to f- fulfill that. All right? I'll say, so, I'll say this for my, I'll well, say this for my final, final statement. I think Brooklyn's greatest mistake was trading for James Harden. 
They had agree. They had a team that went to the championship. Agree. I agree. And they mortgaged they mortgaged their franchise. Yeah, I agree. They sure did. They sure did. And um, you know, I'll just say this. I want us to have this conversation in about two and a half weeks when Jordan Poole wins finals MVP. I want to see (laughs) how y'all feel about this whole conversation. So all right. Let us transition, still staying on Golden State for a little bit, um, and talk about Draymond. Draymond, essentially, someone, and Allie, you could kind of jump in and clarify, who asked Draymond who he was going to face? Can you, like, premise that premise was, that point? It was on Shaq. It, no, I said that wrong. It was Shaq, uh, Steph, and Draymond went on TNT set outside of the chase center and so that's where the whole question came about he initially wasn't trying to answer the question or whatever but Shaq was like yo Draymond like we boys like you know me better than that who do you think you're gonna play and so he was like we're gonna play Boston straight like that Got you. And apparently, you know, by him answering and stating, you know, his opinion on next opponent, um, he was called out for breaking the code. And I guess my question to the guys is, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with this, but do you think something is wrong with him saying that um, they're going to play Boston? Do you think it's like some slight against the Heat? Like what? What is the big deal with him making this statement? Oh, Kelvin, you gonna say something? Oh, okay. I, I mean, no, I actually want I was, Kelvin to go first. I want to hear his yeah. perspective on this. Yeah, this is like this is like really easy for me in the sense that um, we see that Udonis Haslam said he broke the code. If that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's simple. Like. Udonis Haslam is screaming something that, that really doesn't make any sense because he's trying to find energy to get his team to the next round. So, you know, when you have an underdog mentality, when you feel like people, everybody is, is against you, that's rallying the troops. He looks at Boston as a superior threat. And so he's like, yeah, Draymond, you're talking crazy. Not only, not only is this going to make us beat Boston, but we're going to go to the finals with a chip on our shoulder to play y'all. So all he's doing is playing, you know, playing the mind game with his team and his troops to try to get them hyped up and gassed up that it's us against the world. Because he was in the same situation on the Heat when they uh, had that little coat or a little pack together where they was in the locker room. They put these pictures in, in a hat or something crazy. It was the same thing. Nobody thought they were supposed to win and they just kind of band together. So he's playing those mind games, those Jedi mind tricks again with, with Miami. But as far as breaking the code Draymond's doing what Draymond's doing as far as this new media quote-unquote new media push and they're saying certain things that uh people wouldn't say in the past but I don't feel like he's breaking the code he was just thinking that one team was better than the other team it's that simple right yeah and I finally you're on my boat I agree he didn't do anything wrong remember he plays a dual role as a player and an analyst and his opinion was given. So if any other analysts gave their opinion, you know, such as Evans, Kelvin, Dion, Allen, or myself, it's just an analyst giving their opinion on who's going to win. You know, I'm rarely wrong, 
right? So when I do, it's okay. It happens. You know, we're human. Two, it was he, he like I said, he's an NBA player, current NBA player and an analyst doing his job. He just mixed it two. He didn't break any code. Like Kelvin said, he was you Dallas and uh, who else? TJ, PJ um, Tucker and everyone just got, uh, they needed a battle cry. In reality, Boston is a better team than Miami. Mm -hmm. If y'all needed that to win, hey, whatever y'all need to win, if y'all can do it on your own free will, because Boston was busting you behind, despite destroyed your last game. Y'all barely won this one. Y'all took care of the first couple quarters and y'all squeak it out. So if y'all needed that to push you, I'm more afraid of, I'm, I'm afraid of Boston. What's Boston going to do to you tonight? Y'all shouldn't need a rally cry to, to, to come out and play the way you're supposed to play. Y'all shouldn't. Y'all professionals. But, hey, it helped. Congratulations. Let's see if it pans out tonight, which I will believe it is. So, Draymond Green is still not incorrect. As of now, he's still correct. It looks like it's going to be Golden State Warriors versus Boston. And poor Boston, they're going to get wallop. <laughs> they're going to get wallop. So, and by the I way, was, I was right. Gentleman Street, Golden State. I said Golden State will beat Mavs. Gentleman Sweep. I was on the money on that one. Y'all seen those TikToks where they uh, talk about um, kids born in the 80s and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, man. Hold on real fast. So what I would say is, is that I would say that only code, there's no code that, that was broken. Here's the code that, here, here, here's her breaking code moments in the NBA. D'Angelo Russell and Nick Young, that was breaking a code. Mm -hmm. right? And then Pat right. Bev, Pat Beverly broke the code when he came on and talked reckless like that. You know, I live in a profession where, um, I live in a profession where you're not supposed to like, if you hear something about somebody, you don't repeat it. Mm -hmm. you kind of just treat it like it's a lie until until there's just so much evidence you just can't even you just got to say oh well that's bad you know but you don't give any commentary on it mm -hmm. so that's kind of cold um that cold society i live in my profession but he broke no code Bad. can i can i can i say this though too the last the one the last thing i want to say is this <clears throat> what he did do in the same breath um he did light a fire. Like, you don't put gasoline on fire. Now, this is just a competitive as far as players is concerned. Don't disrespect me that much where you counted me out and then I got to see you because it's like a Rocky thing. Like, I may not I may not be able to, you know, beat you um, all the time, but I might muster up enough, you know, maybe hurt you guys. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to act like my life is on the line to get a win. And so you never want to give a team um, – you know, more competitive edge than, than is necessary. You know, so Miami might have been taking the game serious, but then they might go to another level, <laughs> just like a, a different level because of what you said to them. Like, you know, so it's, it's different. That's like in life period. You poke a bear, you know what I'm saying? You, you're going to get the results. So if you back a man in the corner, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get certain results. So I will say Draymond, he was kind of reckless with his words as a competitor. Um, but cold breaking, definitely not. But as a competitor, you shouldn't just, you know, you know, uh, you know, 
you shouldn't come out and say anything reckless like that if you got to see that team eventually. So that might be a little dangerous. They might, you know, I could see it gets, getting ugly at the end of the day. Can I can I say something real quick? Is there a real possibility that Draymond would actually prefer to play the Heat? Yes. Instead of playing Boston. And that's the mind game that you're talking about, Kelvin, because, like, just say hypothetically that they did win, like, that's a matchup that really favors Golden State because, for one, they have experience. And just one little thing that they probably have similar in both teams is that they have players who haven't played a few players who haven't played in the finals, but yet they've gained so much experience over the past year or two to where now in the playoffs, it's just a matter of who's going to show up. So that's just my thought process. And what you say, Alan, I, I understand that. I understand that, but I still, you, some, you know what they say, the saying says, be careful what you ask for. Right. You know, when you disrespect somebody, you don't really get that person. You get a whole different person. You Very know what I'm true. saying? Like you don't, you don't mm-hmm. get the person that you thought you were going to get because mm-hmm. now I got a lad, I got a added layer that I'd never had before because of the way you disrespect me as a man and right. a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just came for me. So I'm gonna have this supernatural energy that I normally wouldn't have. So I, I, that's the only thing I know that happens in sports. Like I had some times where I played against competitors that had no business in the gym, but all of a sudden they just became like superhuman because of the disrespect that they was getting. Right. So I've seen that plenty of times. So that's the only thing I'll say, be worried, be beware, like be careful, you know, um, be careful Draymond, just, just speaking your truth or just out there when you actually in the war. You yeah. actually end the war, bro. Look, I would respect this more if this came from Jimmy. I'm going to just be honest. If it came from Jimmy, I would respect it a lot more. I'm like, bro, you can't lose sleep when you don't play. Mm. <laughs> you, you like, true. like, I'm going to just be real. Like, I'm like, bro, like, if you were playing, you know what I'm saying? No matter how many minutes you were playing, like, if he was at least given, like, 15, 10 to 15 minutes, I'd be like, I feel that. But, bro, you're a player coach at this point, dog. You are not losing sleep. But Alan, but just the thing about it, like you, you're right in a sense, if it wasn't him, he has been the heart of Miami for a long time. Like what he does in the locker room is different. On the outside, we look at him as, you know, the guy in, in the, in the tracksuit. Every, every oh, nah, but, but that part I get, though. That yeah. Get. So it's like he he is like a pulse for that locker room. You know what I'm saying? The fact, remember that we, when Jimmy got in that argument with Spo. Who are we really getting the argument with? Haslam. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they got a certain amount of respect for him. So they'll run through a wall for Haslam, too. That's the only reason yeah. why he's on a darn roster at this age. He don't, he don't bring nothing. Right. So, you know, he got to have some type Nothing's of some value. He just need to go ahead and play that Zoro with Pat yeah. Riley and call it a day. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> he might come in that series against, the, uh, against Golden State, though. Right, just, and try to just, fight somebody. Just to fight Draymond. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Got six fouls. Sure Got six fouls. Yeah. I'm pretty sure of it. But I, I agree with, with everything that's been said. Alan, when I, you know, when I realized that Draymond is like, you know, we'll play Boston, I automatically thought of that reverse psychology thing. They don't want to play Boston for real. Golden State wants the easiest path to this championship. 
And so calling Boston's name out, that's not really what he wants. We know it. Everyone knows it. And so I think he's hoping that, you know, maybe if I didn't stand, like, you know, like if he's a Charles Barkley, whatever prediction he makes, the other team ends up winning. But Kelvin's point is true, too. If the Heat squeaks it out, I feel like there's now this added chip on the shoulder that's probably going to come out super scrappy against Golden State. Um, and so it's interesting nonetheless, cold stuff. I don't think anyone cares about that. I don't care about that. I mean, it's, it's no big deal. Um, so we shall see. And I guess um, this is a natural transition to the show since um, Draymond made his prediction. I want to go around and ask the guys who they think will take game seven tonight. I would say that Boston wins. They're the better team. And just by the track record of this series, no team has won two in a row. It has been going, you know, Heat, Boston, Heat, Boston, whatever, or vice versa. And um, I just, I think Boston is better. And so I, I think Boston pulls it out. Do you guys think any different? Dion, like I stated, I agree with you. Um, Boston is the better team. Um, I don't know how long Butler could play on that bum knee, and I don't know if Kyle Lowry's hamstring is going to be viable this evening. And Tyler Hero, I think he had a bad ankle sprain. I had a bad ankle sprain, a grade one. I thought he had a groin. groin. Oh, it is a groin. My bad. It's a groin. Oh, I had a groin injury too. <laughs> Try to be he, man, lift up an arm more. A flight of stairs. I did lift it up, but the after effects was, yeah, at surgery. Those things are no joke. So, <laughs> uh, and he's a professional. I was just an average, you know, kid, young man playing basketball for the, you know, wide, dominating and stuff like that, church league, job league, but neither here nor there. Um, and I do remember those stories when he's talking about when you put somebody down and they come out like a tiger. Yeah, a couple of guys on this podcast know about me you know, put me down and I came up <laughs> on top. But Phil, are you going to answer this question? Right. <laughs> this guy's like, crazy, what? man. He said, he said who the better team was. He never said who was going to win. That's what we all waiting for. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alan, we give all my secrets, man. <clears throat> so I believe, and it, what scares me is that the, the, what Kelvin stated, Boston should win this. But if Miami just mustered out like they did last night, I mean, on Friday, the same mentality, they may just pull it out. Do I see it happen? No, I see Jason Tatum getting upset, drop another 40, Brown dropping a 20, 30, and Smart giving them all. I think they feel disrespected, embarrassed, and they will come out and take care of business tonight. And then the real finals will happen. And I can't wait to see that one and predict on my production production my prediction edit that L, Alan my prediction will be for the finals so I'm gonna choose Boston Game Seven in Miami after that they're gonna get some margaritas and 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 it's and um Shirley Temples and and some some fruit juice after the game the Boston in Miami and go to the club inside the um inside the the, the arena so. Boston tonight. Okay. Um, I really want to pick Boston, and I believe Boston will win. I think the only thing working against Boston 
is it is very rare for a road team to go into game seven and win. Um, I think Boston's the better team, but I think Boston may end up regretting not closing out the series in Boston um, game six. They, they should not have been in this position. They should have closed out the series. Um, I want to pick I, – I, my mind says Boston. My gut says Heat still, still game seven. Yeah, for me, um, this is definitely a coin flip. I will pick I will pick somebody at the end of this, but I want to say this is a coin flip just because you don't get to game seven unless there's some deficiencies on both teams that's being exposed. Um, for me, this series comes out to who's playing the best defense and has the best energy on defense and who is focused on defense primarily because both teams have put on some masterpieces as far as, uh, uh, you know, defensive rotations and assignments and attention to detail. They both been put on some, 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 like some clinics. So for me, um, Boston's immaturity at times kills them. The Heat have a grit and a toughness that just won't allow them to quit. Um, so let's say this. I'll say this. If Boston wins, I'm going with Boston in the finals. I'm just going to say that. If the Heat wins, I'm going with Golden State in the finals um, because I believe that the Heat have too many nagging injuries and it's going to affect them um, if you go into another series. But tonight, honestly, shout out to Kyle. Um, I always respect Jimmy Butler. And I just don't, I, I just don't know. I, this is one I just don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm like Evan in the sense that my, my, like you guys too, you said Boston is a better team to me, but the better team is the one that wins the series ultimately. Uh, it's not the one that we just think on paper. But I think, um, I'm going with Miami. I think Miami going to win it tonight. But I think that they're going to, def- I don't think they can win, this, win the Golden State Series. But if Boston wins it somehow, I think Boston can beat Golden State. If your boy Kyle scores more than 20 points, they'll win. I'll give you that, Kelvin. Man, he's a big, he's a big, the, the, you know what's crazy, no, no. though? He yeah, plays yeah. his best in big game, like big game show. Kyle plays, man. He plays. So I don't. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, my you, bad boy. No, you good. I just had to throw him out there because he's been. They've been. They've been killing your boy on on Twitter, dog, with these jokes. So I had. I was gonna ask you about it, but I'm gonna just let it go. So no, I no, have, no. Ask ask me about it. I, I need to go on record with this, man. Kyle, Kyle hey, man. is. <laughs> Kyle hey. is Kyle is a Kyle is a childhood friend. You know, we we're not as close at all. You know, you know, as we were cool growing up. But um, he to me, he was never a top five talent in the city of Philadelphia growing up. So he's always got it from the muscle. He's always had intangibles that make him flourish. He's always had a grit and a toughness that always in an underdog mentality that somehow always seems a way to be in the right place at the right time. So the one thing I'll never do on my man, I will never count him out. But like all this criticism is fair because honestly, growing up, it was it was five people, six people. Kyle came to the gym with, I remember I used to open the gym up 
my dad and he used to let me bring people. So I used to have like three on threes, four on fours. I used to bring like some of the best, like some of the like top talent, some good players in the city. And Kyle was a tag along. You know what I'm saying? It was like, he wasn't even getting the first run with us. So, you know, so for, to see that and to see the person that's right now, it's just amazing to me. So people on Twitter and all these things, y'all don't know the man's story. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's fair. Y'all criticism comes from a different place and I get it. But for me, knowing the backdrop on who this guy is as a person, man, listen, it's hard for me to count that man out, especially in big moments. So like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami pulled it out and he mustered up a good game out of nowhere. He, that's, that, that tends to be his life, his resume. Yeah, so he would have to have a good game. I don't know if Jimmy can have a another big game against this defense with that nagging knee injury. Um, I mean, as everyone said, it Boston as constructed is the better team. The only thing that would lead to their demise is if they continue to turn the basketball over. When they don't turn the basketball over, they blow out the heat. Whenever they do turn on turn over the basketball they always are giving up double digit points off of turnovers and that could honestly lead to their demise so I feel like in this particular game and this seems to be a trend that whenever they have these these major turnovers they bounce back so I'm expecting them to bounce back tonight and win game seven in Miami and probably go to Magic Stanley or Onyx afterwards. True. We shall see. I know we'll all be tuned in uh, with our popcorn ready. All right. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. Uh-huh.